okay? You are now. Jesus himself, he gave instructions that when disciples of him are baptized, they are to be baptized in the name. baptized, we are marked with the name of the most holy, eternal God, of Yahweh, who has been seen most supremely in Jesus Christ and who exists as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And because Jesus gave his place, gave up his place with the Father, and came to us as a slave, giving his life in obedience on the cross, we are told in Philippians chapter 2 that he has now been given the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every Knees should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Having the name of Jesus put on people may have been why that little blessing was inscribed on that amulet discovered in Jerusalem because at least one person took it literally and wore it on them as a sign that if I wear this name, I belong to Yahweh the Lord. To have the name of the Lord on the people is to emphasize he's the source of all blessings. It is to acknowledge that we belong to him, we are loyal to him, and we reflect who he is. This blessing is so rich. Dwight L. Moody, the great evangelist from the previous century who was kind of the forerunner to Billy Graham, he said of this priestly blessing, here is a benediction that can be given all the time without being impoverished. Every heart may utter it. Every letter may conclude with it. Every day may begin with it. Every night may be sanctified by it. Here is blessing, keeping, shining, the uplifting upon our poor life of all heaven's glad morning. It is the Lord himself who gives us this bar of music from heaven's infinite amplitude. It's true. This is a blessing we can read. We can write it to someone. We can say it to someone. We can say it to our children. We can say it to someone in our families. We can give it to someone we barely even know who needs something good in their life. It can be used for the living. It can be used for the dying. It can be used for the weak. It can be used for the strong. You don't know what words to pray. You don't know what words to give somebody in a certain time. How about this blessing? Yahweh gave to Moses to give to Aaron and his sons to put upon the people of Israel and all people, and it is still with us today. Because giving a blessing to someone is a powerful and authentic way of connecting them to God. When Jesus, Luke tells us the last thing Jesus did before he left this earth was to give a blessing. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, And lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And while he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried into heaven. What words did Jesus use when he blessed? Maybe these words from number six that he had probably heard Sabbath after Sabbath in the synagogue and in the temple. Matthew Henry said, To be under the almighty protection of God our Savior, to enjoy his favor as the smile of a loving father or as the cheering beams of the sun 
while he mercifully forgives our sins, supplies our wants, consoles the heart, and prepares us by his grace for eternal glory, these things form the substance of this blessing and the sum total of all blessings. Two last things about this blessing. And then I'm done. If you read the larger context of Numbers chapter 6, it has to do, it comes at the end of something that is described as a Nazarite vow, which was, make a long thing short, a, when someone wanted to have just a special time, a period of days, weeks, months even, of dedication to the Lord. And part of that vow was not letting their hair grow and not cutting their hair. I'm not going to go into that for obvious reasons this morning. What I want to talk about is the larger context. And the opening chapters of Numbers, if you read them, God is addressing Israel as they're at Mount Sinai and they are about to take off into the wilderness on the journey that he is going to lead them through. They are ready for the journey. This is a blessing for the journey. And aren't we all on a journey? Aren't all of us who have committed our life to Yahweh, following where God is leading us, don't we need him to go with us, behind us, before us, in front of us, above us, beside us? We are journeying, we, we journey through mountains and valleys, times of fruitfulness, times of dryness, through meadows, through wilderness. We are all, we're all on a journey with God. Don't know what's around the next bend, don't know what the next day brings. When I come to the top of these stairs every Sunday and I raise my hands and you join your hands as a sign of unity in Christ and unity with one another, I will most often say this ironic blessing and it sends us off as we continue on the journey of following the Lord Jesus Christ. From this place, out of here, into the world, wherever we're going to be led until someday we come to our final home where we will not figuratively, but we will literally see the face of God and live in his constant shalom, his peace. Let's pray. Lord, Yahweh, we are grateful that you do bless and keep. That you look toward us and you extend your grace to us in so many ways. That you pay attention to us, shining your gaze on us, blessing us with your shalom, with peace. Thank you for giving so much, all the time, in countless ways. Jesus Christ, who has shown your face to us, we pray.